This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On good Wednesday to one and all, Taz of the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. You've got Pete and Mike across the other side at the controls. Andrew with your updates to 9 a.m. Eastern time we go. As we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Who found a better way to mortgage? So you can focus on making your new house home. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. What's going on, Taz? How you doing, bud? Oh, good, Moose. Good. Everything's outstanding. Uh, hope you're doing well. Hope everybody, all the listeners are doing well and all the men who work on the show and anybody else involved with it. Uh, exciting guests uh, coming on in a little while, actually, in this hour. Yeah, Steve Phillips is going to be up uh, oh, yeah. bright and early. Uh, former executive with the Mets. You hear him on MLB Radio now. He's all over the place. He'll join us uh, about 20 minutes from now as we've got a couple Game 5s today in the National League uh, as there will be the Braves hosting the uh, the St. Louis Cardinals and the Dodgers ho- hosting the Washington Nationals in a fantastic pitching matchup. Walker Bueller and Steven Strasburg out west, out in Chavez Ravine. And we've got a Game 5 in the American League as well as the never-say-die Tampa Bay Rays. You know, did bullpen the blank out of the Astros, as their manager said before or after Game 3 and their victory as they staved off elimination. And Verlander, not good on three days rest, as he got knocked around as well. Um, and the uh, Rays hold on for the 4-1 victory over the Strohs last night, Taz, as we'll see a Game 5 down in uh, down in Houston tomorrow. Yeah, I didn't expect this uh, for sure. But that, you know, we mentioned it yesterday and he had a short rest Maybe a, a quite concern, a, was a concern, and sure enough was because it didn't help Verlander or the Strohs because he definitely got he got banged up pretty good uh, by the Rays at home. Who uh, you know we talked about the audience, the live audience there in Tampa Bay, how they showed up the other night and uh, the other day, I should say, and then yesterday, same deal. I mean, so it's like I did not expect this uh, them forcing uh, the forcing this right here to Tampa Bay Rays. Very impressive what they're doing, and uh, you know, for you as a Yankee fan, if I was a Yankee fan. I'd be happy because, man, if the Astros are going to advance, like a lot of people think they were going to, like foregone conclusion, including me, I think now it's like, man, they're getting, they're earning this advancement, you know, uh, to play the Yankees in the ALCS. So they're getting one out, one down, um, which is great. I mean, so even if the, even if the, I would assume you're happy, right, with this? I mean, yeah, I mean, you're I mean I'm your fandom, I'm yeah, saying. No doubt. Fandom, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think it certainly it helps out the Yankees. Yeah, uh, I don't sure. think there's any doubt. Um, you know, you get it from a, a Stroh's perspective, uh, from their perspective. Uh, you know, people might be critical of A.J. Hinch, the fact that he goes to Verlander on three days rest where he could have went in another direction um, and had Cole and Verlander available for a game five should he see fit. Or... Um, and then you would have had one of them then set up for game one of the American League Championship Series. So now it's a scenario where, to play the point that you were making, you know, to kind of hammer that point home would be the fact that, you know, even if you win game five, you don't have either one of them available for game one of the ALCS conceivably at home against the Yankees. One of them would be available game two, and that would be Verlander, and that would be on normal rest. And then you would not see Garrett Cole till Game 3 when that series switches back to New York should they advance 
on Thursday against this Tampa Bay Rays team. So that's where, in essence, it, it does hurt the Strohs, the fact that they were not able to eliminate and and win this series in four games, and the fact that you went to Verlander on you know <clears throat> on three days rest, and, and he did not deliver, and something that he has never done over the course of his career. And we know he's not 27, 28 years of age anymore. You know, I had no, I, you know, I'm not going to second guess A.J. Hinch now. You know, he knows his players better than anybody. And, you know, he had a conversation with Verlander as that game three was winding down in the dugout and then was clear and decisive with his decision that he was going to his star righty after that game three loss to the Rays. I had no issue with Hinch going to Verlander last night, but you could tell early on that he wasn't nearly as sharp. The ball was tailing over middle-middle. And what Verlander, what makes him special as a starter, is his ability to paint the corners inside and out. And uh, he clearly was not able to do that last night. No, no. But what what was able to be done last night was the Rays and their offense. Because good God, they had thirteen hits in this game in the four one victory over Houston at, 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 while while the Rays were home. Thirteen hits. I mean, and they have shown. I mean, uh, you know, great defense. And there was a great relay in this play yesterday. Probably one of the better defensive plays you're going to see as far as relays. Well, Kiermaier is a hell of a center. Field. Oh, unbelievable! Yeah, and how quick the shortstop turned it around. I mean, that was really impressive. But offensively, man, that the 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 Rays have been like insanely impressive, like the way they're hitting the ball. So. If they can keep that going into Houston, which is, that's Friday, right? That game, yeah. So it'll be interesting to the see. The game's Thursday. Thursday. What's today? Thursday. Today's, Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Tomorrow. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm tracking the my ALCS day. starts Saturday. There you go, there you go. Okay, gotcha. All right, there you go. Yeah, so the, no, so the game starts on, on Thursday down in Houston, and uh, it'll be Garrett Cole for the Astros. Did you have an in- issue with Hinch going to Verlander on no, three days rest? No, I'm with you. No, no, no. I, I, you know, because... You go. You got. You go. You want to win. You want to lock this thing up. You, no, I did not have an issue with. It. No, I did not. No, I did um, not. And then you look at the. You know. So then you look at the impact in terms of for the Strohs, where the Tampa Bay Rays have put him in an absolute pressure cooker. Um, and Houston last year, the I think a lot of people thought they were going to eliminate the Boston Red Sox. Fell short. Won a World Series in 2017. Have the best record in baseball coming into this postseason. A lot of people look at that Rays team as being a very dangerous one, uh, as being a non-division winner, wild card winner in the American League. You know, all the pressure in the world is on Garrett Cole and the Houston Astros. Uh, you know, I don't think anyone expected the Rays down two games to none to get this series back to Houston. They have. Um, and I think that does play the advantage uh, of a Strohs team, or I should say a Rays team, going into Houston, Taz. You mentioned the lack of offense or the offense for the Rays, but the severe lack of offense when you look at the Strohs. Right. Uh, they're not hitting. They had six hits last night. They haven't hit a ton in this series, and I know the Rays have got a pretty good staff, and that bullpen has been rock solid, and Kevin Cash is a hell of a manager. But I'd be a little concerned, and it'd be interesting to see how Garrett Cole, who I think is going to win the Cy Young Award in the American League, who had 15 strikeouts and seven-plus innings in his game to start, you know, how does Garrett Cole react in game five? Because he's going to be at downright dominant because the way the Strohs lineup is going right now, and something unless something drastically changes, I don't think they're going to put up seven, eight, nine runs for him and make it easy for him. I mean, this might be a game in which he wins 4-2 or 5-3 of something of that nature. I mean, it might be that kind of a game where you need a sooner late to get you a big three outs. Uh, you know, I'd be surprised the Astros lineup, Taz, not hitting. No, and you got some massive star power there in Ber- uh, Berg- Bregman and, and Altuve and Springer. I mean, and you would think that, um, you know, we've seen just, just if you're a casual baseball fan and watching these guys last year, it's the bulk of the same guys. I mean, the same stars. And just, But you're right, they're not... They're just not hitting. I mean, uh, six hits in this type of game where you want to win on the road 
and you know Verland is having Verland is having an issue, and and they can't you know they can't get, get some spring off their bat with these balls and, and get these balls hitting gaps or hit them over the fence. It's concerning. So I mean you know maybe this is these past two games where the, where the Astros have lost uh, on the road. Maybe this now will be humbling. You know how these teams could bounce back. They come home. Sure. That Houston crowd yeah. will be rocking and rolling. No doubt. And, and yeah, that, that could happen. I mean, but it makes it more intriguing now for sure because Tampa Bay is, they're hot and they got a lot of momentum right now. Yeah, they, they are hot and they're starting to believe. And you mentioned the defense last night was fantastic, whether it be a Choi with a couple line drivers uh, that he caught, uh, you know, at first base. The outfield was was all over the place. Kiermaier, you mentioned that great relay. Uh, in which they got Altuve at the plate, great fast. swipe tag, oh, no doubt, yeah. great swipe tag there uh, by uh, uh, by Travis Darno at home plate as well as he got the glove and hit his uh, left thigh right before he put his hand down on the corner of home plate test. So you know the Rays are doing a lot of things that you like, and for those that kind of want to embrace modern baseball and uh, embrace the the use of the bullpen. You know, you, you see guys on the M- MLB network uh, going out and hammering that point home that this is a sign of the time. You know, the Tampa Bay Rays made it sexy a year ago in the regular season, this regular season as well. And you saw last night them use six pitchers going up against Verlander, who gave you four and two-thirds innings of work. The Astros ended up winning six pitchers, using six pitchers as well. You know, they were successful, and they did a hell of a job. Um, and the staff was fantastic, and the, it was just a great team win. An atmosphere down in Tampa at the Trop Test that I thought for the last two days was pretty good. I mean, I thought the race fans else. showed up. I thought they were loud. I thought they were into it. I know. It's like in that place, I mean, and I'll tell you, TV-wise, they're doing a good job, like, explaining how that place is such a, with the dome, you know, and how the, I, who was it? I think it was, uh, uh, who's doing, Praninsky was doing the color commentating. And, A.J. Praninsky, Joe Girardi. Girardi. Girardi was doing what said it, not A.J., Girardi was saying how, and, and you know, he knows from being a, the, the manager of the Yankees for so long and playing there at, in Tampa Bay, how they know that 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 stadium so well, like everything about where the ball bounces, yada yada, and all that stuff. And it was really cool to get that insight from Girardi on that, you know, as a guy who was an opposing manager against him for so long. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and I Girardi does a nice job. Maybe we'll see him back in the dugout with your Mets or maybe Hope the so. Cubs next year. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, he did a nice job last night uh, as a color analyst and. You know, for Major League Baseball on the whole here, um, as you've got a couple Game 5s tonight or today and tonight, and then you've got a, a couple uh, a Game 5 tomorrow, I mean, it's conceivable here um, where you could have, you know, Braves and Nats in the National League and you could have Rays and Yankees in the American League uh, where basically <laughs> you cut off half the country. I mean, that is – and that would be an wow. absolute disaster – if you're and not saying listen, get, teams are going to earn it regardless. But if you're Rob Manfred, uh, you know you want Houston, New York, um, and <laughs> yeah. you want you know probably you know you want Dodgers, either Cardinals or Braves. I mean that that is what you want. So you have the entire nation involved. Yeah, uh, uh, you don't want an NL East and an AL East showdown in the ALCS and NLCS right. respectively. And that's you know it is possible. I mean it is highly. I, I mean the. You know, the, the Nats have got their best pitcher in Strasburg on the mound tonight in Los Angeles. And uh, you look at the Braves, they're home against the St. Louis Cardinals, and they could easily win that game. I mean, think about that if you're Major League Baseball, what you could potentially have, which I think would be an absolute disaster. I don't think Yankees <laughs> Rays is going to light up the country. No, 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 no. You're exactly right. And on that National League side, I think, I got to tell you, I think it's even more of a, an issue possibly because, look, you, I think that, if you're Major League Baseball, you want the Dodgers in the NLCS against Atlanta. Atlanta's a bigger market, as you know, than St. Louis. 
So I do think, and you want to hit the South because, you know, Yankees not hitting the South. You know, Houston, you're hitting Texas. You're hitting the West. You know, and St. Louis, you're hitting the Midwest. So you you want to hit his advance. I'm yeah, over here. I'm I think the Dodgers are the bigger key. I, I think you're right. But, I, again, I'm <laughs> – I know it's bad that I'm doing this. I'm just, to me, it's a foregone conclusion that Dodgers are advancing. Oh, but don't make it a foregone I conclusion. I know, I know, I know. That's that. got a shot, my Nats are alive and well. Uh, they are game alive. Five tonight. <laughs> What's with you with that whole D.C. area with the Redskins and Nats? What's the story? Uh, no, I like the Nats. You know why I root for the Nats, Taz? Because I'd be, like I mentioned before, the whole, I, the whole thing of Harper leaving Washington and going to Philadelphia. Oh, right, right. And then having the team win it. without him, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think would be uh, an intriguing storyline. Story yeah, yeah. That's all. all. Right. That's it's right. not like I hate the Dodgers or rooting that. against the Dodgers or no, I, know, I know, you know, or the fact that I, I got to get myself down to DC and I love Washington <laughs> sports. Uh, but you're right. You think about it, the Redskins. I rooted my rear end off for Alexander Ovechkin oh. and the Capitals to win the Stanley I Cup. Right, you did. I and now about that. And now you, you and me obsessed went, with DC. Right, exactly right. And you and me should work for WJFK <laughs> down there. Uh, and then you and me, uh, and then oh, you and me going toe to toe here with the Dodgers. And that's, that's listen. Funny. Uh, even with Strasburg on the mound, I still think the Dodgers are going to win tonight. I'm going to root for the Nats, right, but right. I mean the Dodgers are home. They've been that so good all season long. Their kind of, their lineup is kind of built for this. Because it's kind of that next man up mentality. They're all really good, Max Muncie and Bellinger, yeah, yeah. and they're great. Uh, but it's going to be. I, I like. You know what I love to see, Taz, and you like this as well. I mean, I think all sports fans, you love to see elimination games. Yes, when yes. It's, it's especially exciting. when yeah. you get to a game five or a game seven, when everything's on the line, and you realize you only got nine innings of baseball, or or one basketball game for forty eight minutes left, or one hockey game left. You'd like to see that. I, I enjoy those yeah, kind I of do moments, too. especially when like. Well, when you have no dog in the fight like me, yeah. it's great. It's funny. Well, you have no dog in the fight either. You're no. a Yankee fan, so you're just yeah. going to keep winning. So it's <laughs> kind of like it's easy. Like, <laughs> Stop. Don't be like that. You're going to get a worn-out Astros team that you guys are going to roll. I don't I don't know. I, I, listen, the Astros aren't playing particularly well. So, you. I mean, conceivably, you might be right about that. I mean, they might be able to They might be able to take care of business against Houston um, with, the Strohs, with the Strohs starting rotation right, not right. being set up. But I, I, I'm more intrigued. Sorry to all the Rays fans out there. I'm more intrigued. I want to see Yankees Strohs more than Yankees Rays. I saw Yankees Rays a lot in the regular season. Yeah. I don't need to see Yankees Rays for another you know, uh, you maybe five, the, six, seven games in the ALCS. I mean, they're the better team, the Astros. I know it's weird to say if they just lost back-to-back games. Yeah, to, to but I guys, agree with but, you. But I'm I'm surprised you. So you want the real fight? You want to? Yeah, uh, I want yeah. to see that. Yeah, yeah. That, you know that, that I think because I think that's what the baseball fan wants. And I I mm. do think that. And I I want you want to you know you want to see you want to go up against the best. I don't you know I don't want to see Yankees Rays. I think that might be a five or six game series. I'm not uh, trying to be arrogant I, here, if, but uh, if I was you, I'd want those Twins style sweeps <laughs> all the way to the World Series. I gotcha. Nice and easy. You know, uh, <laughs> that's how I'd want it. But uh, we got three game fives now, which is is awesome, which is know? great. We're yeah. going to chat about it, Steve. Phillips, as Taz mentioned, going to join us here coming up after the break. A little early guest as Steve is up bright and early. Uh, former executive with the Mets. Uh, and uh, we'll get his thoughts on the three game fives we'll see over the course of the next uh, 24, 36 hours in Major League Baseball. That comes your way next. It's Taz and Moose just getting going here on this Wednesday morning. CBS Sports Radio. This is 16-year MLB veteran Chase Utley, and you're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. 
All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Time right now. To, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't keep, keep, no I worries. Uh, time right now to ask the pros. Were you the listener? Get to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com and submit your question. Be listening later on in the show. We might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. No, I was going to say, it was funny. Like, during, as we waited for Steve Phillips, but uh, during the break, I was in the control room. Yeah. And I was talking to Pete the Body. And I saw through the glass, through the main door from the hallway, like, you know, I saw four guys walking in with mop buckets and all this stuff and like, like a whole, like a cleaning crew. And, I, and Pete couldn't see them. I saw Pete, this whole like cleaning crew just came in. And Pete had a really funny line. I have to share it with the okay. audience. He goes, Boomer must have spilled some coffee. Like, wow. <laughs> like, yeah, this is Boomer size. I mean, it was just like Maybe great timing. It was, it was very funny. Yeah. Hopefully it was coffee. Yeah, well, hey, hey, no, no. <laughs> good point. Hello. I didn't think of that. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, well, we had Andrew Bogus uh, here. Yes, what's going on, Andrew? Oh, How hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, How you doing? Okay. Oh, there you go. Hey, hold on a second. We got Pete working oh, on his jokes back there. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you. Hey, good chat, guys. Great to see you. Good Steve you. Phillips is with us now, uh, former executive with the Mets, MLB Radio Network. Radio. You hear him now. Hey, Steve, good morning. Taz of the Moose with you. Thanks for a couple. Steve, what's up? Hey, my, yeah, my pleasure, guys. Good to be with you. Right. Uh, pleasure's ours, Steve. Uh, you, know, let's, uh, you know, let's look ahead here. Uh, we'll get to the game five down in Houston between the Rays and. Uh, uh, the Rays and the uh, Astros. Tonight, let's start out in Los Angeles. How much pressure here is on the Dodgers with Strasburg on the mound, Walker Bueller on the mound for Los Angeles as you see a game five out in Chavez Ravine? Oh, I think a ton of pressure on the Dodgers. I mean, trying to get back for the third time to the World Series. Uh, and I think the expectations this year was this was the year, right? This was going to be the year they, they'd win the World Series, but you have to get there first. And, and, uh, Listen, there's no shame to, to be 2-2 in a series with the Washington Nationals with the starting pitchers they can throw out there. Uh, but, you know, they came in with big expectations, and, you know, somewhat the expectation it's World Series or bust in L.A., and so no doubt, uh, I think more pressure on them. And for the Nats, in, the, in franchise history, they've never won a playoff series, and so they, this is kind of important for them, too. Great pitching matchup, though. Bueller, absolutely fantastic in Game 1. Uh, and Strasburg uh, nails in, in Game Two for for the Nationals. So this is going to be some kind of matchup tonight. Hey, Steve, do you think do you think the Strohs? I mean, making a, made a mistake with Verlander on three days rest. I mean, that, there's a lot of scuttlebutt about it. I mean, it's kind of hard not to think that. But what's your view on it? No, I don't. I think it was the right thing to do. I, you know, uh, you know, there are other options for Wade Miley, who they ended up bringing in in Game Three in, in, in pitching, who was horrible, you know, over his last five or six starts, and, and Jose Arquiti. Uh, who did throw yesterday and threw some 48 pitches to get through an inning and two-thirds. And so, no, I think it was the right thing to do uh, because, you know, what do you do if you don't pitch Verlander? You go back and, and, and quite honestly, you've got a fully rested Garrett Cole uh, to, to back it up and, and to go in, in, in game five. And so, you know, if and, and honestly, I, I look at it and think I might have preferred even Cole to pitch in game five over Verlander. So, uh, what are you saving Verlander for? Right, so I right. think it was the right move to try to do it. He just didn't have his command. Everything found the middle of the plate. Yeah. And credit the Tampa Rays. And look, it felt like it was much more lopsided than the 4-1 score. And if not for the Willie Adamas uh, uh, being able to, in Kiermaier relay throw, that gunned down Altuve at the plate, it might have taken a different turn. 
uh, in the game. So, no, I think it was the right move. Uh, it just didn't work. Uh, and, you know, the numbers for pitchers coming back on short rest aren't very good. Uh, we saw Dallas Keuchel not throw all that great for the Atlanta Braves. We saw it again with Verlander. But it was still a better option than anything else they had available to them. You think, uh, Steve, you think uh, Cole delivers for the Strohs tomorrow in Game 5? I do. I just think his stuff is so overpowering. And so, you know, it may come down to a battle of the bullpens uh, and, you know, the end of the game bullpens. And I have a little bit of doubt uh, in, in, you know, Roberto Osuna in the ninth inning. And we know that, you know, you know, Ryan Presley's not been as good as after coming back from injury for, for the Astros. But if they have enough margin for error, I think they can hold on and win that game. But they're going to have to score, and they're going to have to get on glass now. They got a two-run shot the last time against them to get to a lead, although he threw well. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be a really, really good game. Uh, but I think that Cole outpitches glass now and puts the Astros in a position late with a lead to see if they can't hold on and win. Yeah, it's interesting, though, because we start off the conversation talking about pressure on the Dodgers. I mean, you've got all the pressure on the world on the Strohs tomorrow night at home as well, uh, which is going to be interesting to see how that team does react because the expectations, at, at the very least, they got to get to the Yankees and the ALCS, but the goal was obviously with Cole and Verlanders to win the full Classic this year. Yeah, I think if the, you know, if the Dodgers fall... The Nationals are a great story and would be a great matchup against either the Cardinals or the Braves. So, I, you know, you still have some compelling story there. I, I, I'm dying for the Astros-Yankees series, right? I mean, that just feels like two heavyweights standing in the middle of the ring just pounding on each other. Mm. If they get eliminated, it will feel a lot different in the American League to me. Uh, and, uh, you know, the Yankees should be able to beat the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, you know, listen, the Rays are good. We underestimate them. They don't do it with star power. They do it with depth and length and, and, and a lot of really good players instead of, you know, great individual stars. Uh, but I'm dying for an Astros-Yankees series, so I'll be disappointed if the Astros don't win. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, our special guest right now is Steve Phillips, Sirius XM, MLB analyst and host, former MLB GM. Steve, so on that topic there, like Moose and I were talking at the tippy-top of, of our program here this morning, with, and we were talking about that, like as far as what, what Major League Baseball would want. I mean, you know, I, I would think that from, you know, market specifics and, and, and TV, you know, numbers and ratings and just awareness on the game and the big postseason here with the ALCS and the NLCS on the cusp of it, you know, maybe you probably – would you agree that they probably don't want Yankees-Tampa Bay and they probably don't want – St. Louis and D.C., they, they, they want the big markets of Atlanta and L.A. Agreed? No, yeah, no, no question about that. I mean, certainly their, their you know, broadcast partners are going to want that, too. Uh, I mean, listen, we're going to find the compelling storylines because we love the game. And, and you know, we're, we'll find there's still going to be a lot to talk about in all of this. But absolutely, I think that, that you know, they'd love to see a Yankees-Dodgers World Series from a ratings perspective. I think the networks would like to see that. Uh, the Astros are a compelling team. Even you know, I think that they have some some reach and breadth uh, nationally just because of the star power. I think we're starting to recognize the names. We're getting to to, to to sort of connect to the personalities between Cole and Verlander. I think there's you know, uh, you know name recognition with Altuve and Springer and Bregman. Uh, and so I think that that uh, but market size, you know, you're you're just looking at a completely different rating if you have New York and L.A. In a, in a World Series championship. You know, Steve, to the other Game 5 that we haven't hit upon yet, and how about Braves and Cardinals uh, down in land? It's been a great series. It really has. Back and forth each and every of the games, kind of twists and turns, uh, star pitchers performing, and the offense coming around, clutch hitting. How do you think Game 5 plays out today? 
Yeah, I mean, a rematch of, of Game 2, which, you know, everybody thought, boy, the Braves lost Game 1. They got Flaherty going for the Cardinals in Game 2, and the Braves are in trouble. But Mike Fultonevich uh, matched Flaherty pitch for pitch in that game. He was awesome in that game, and he has really, really good stuff. And so it wasn't a surprise uh, to a lot of us. So uh, I think it's going to be another great game. It, it turns into a battle with bullpens. Both bullpens have had their issues. Uh, you know, how confident are you and Carlos Martinez at the end of the game now, particularly if Ronald Lacuna is at the plate? Uh, and how, how, how confident are you right now of Mark Melanson at the end of the game? And so I think it's got a chance to be a close game determined by the bullpens. Uh, and that's why home field advantage, I think, is, is in, the, in the Braves' favor in this one. And so, you know, I, I have the Braves winning and advancing, but I think it's going to come down to a you know, ninth inning, tenth inning, eleventh inning sort of result with two evenly matched teams. Agreed. I mean, it's going to be a fun one this afternoon. Final one before we let you go, Steve, because you've been in that room and you're familiar with the franchise. What do you think the Mets are going to do here uh, in terms of their managerial search? Mm. A lot of burn here around Carlos Beltran. We know Joe Girardi's interested. Buck is interested. Where do you think the Mets go here? You know, I think I think one of the things that's really going to be important is uh, somebody that can handle the media. Now, that doesn't mean they have to, uh, you know, have experience in the large market, but they maybe have been in the media. But I think so they, they need to have somebody, I think, that really understands how to answer the questions. Because when you don't, we see all of the other work that has to go into cleaning up the mess. And so you want to avoid the mess. Uh, and so I think that having some experience, large market experience is good. Uh, you know, and, and I think, uh, I personally think that if you're in a win now position, going with a rookie manager just doesn't seem to make as much sense to me. Uh, that, that you need somebody who sort of understands the X's and O's, uh, understands, you know, where to take the game analytically. Although the Mets aren't the most advanced analytics team, uh, I think it's certainly part of it. Uh, and so I personally think, I, I mean, I, I would hire Joe Girardi in a second. Yeah. Handles I'm New with York. you. I'm with you. I hope so. <laughs> you know, you can handle New York. You, 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 you've, you've got some element of competition with the Yankees as part of it, which is a nice storyline. Uh, you've got a guy that's a win-now manager. He's blended young players and veterans. Uh, and I think that there's some part of him that wouldn't mind a second crack at it in New York, too. So, uh, you know, I think that, uh, to me, he'd be the go-to guy. Steve Phillips, former executive with the Mets, Sirius XM MLB analyst and radio, does a great job. Hey, Steve, we appreciate the time this morning. Thanks for getting up early. Enjoy all the action over the course of the next couple of days, all right? Steve, thanks, Terrific, man. guys. Thank yeah, you, buddy. for having me. Appreciate it. You yeah. got it. In agreement. I mean, I think uh, yeah. we go around. I think we're all in agreement, right? I mean, in terms I of so. Girardi, the love sworn. affair yeah, for Girardi, so. right? Yeah, we all love Girardi. Yeah. Even, yeah. He was on Fox fans. last night. Yeah. Girardi's going to get, I believe, yeah. an interview with the Cubs this week, correct? That's did, what I'm worried about. Did you hear the Pierzynski jab I missed about it. No. the Mets last no, night? No, what did he? I so missed that. I was half falling asleep. I don't know exactly what they showed coming back from break, but it had to be some kind of choreographed dance by Ray's employees. Okay. So Kenny Albert referenced Girardi seeing the Yankee grounds crew do the YMCA. The, the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So then a pitch happens, and Pierzynski goes... You ever see that before, Joe? And and enjoy his voice like, yeah, we just talked about the YMCA Yankee Stadium. And so Pierzynski goes, in New York? And he's like, yeah. He's like, Yankees or Mets? He's like, I've, already, I've only been the Yankees manager. And then Pierzynski goes, well, I'm only concerned where you're going, not where you've been. Ah, there it is. Oh, there you go. So, AJ, make it happen. I actually know AJ Pierzynski because and, and, he's a big wrestling fan. And, oh, yeah? Yeah. He's, and, I mean, he's crazy. I'm not surprised yeah, by that. Yeah, and he used – well, because that – 
Well said. That's just basically Andrew Bogus just said all wrestling fans are crazy. No, no, no. Like oh, I can see him doing. wanting to be a wrestler because well, he's crazy. He said it on the air. He wants to manage guys right. in WWE. But there anyway, <laughs> he uh, we when I used to work for TNA wrestling through the commentary, we used to shoot TV across the street from. We used to be at Universal Studios. Okay, that's so what we shot there at a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there was a high school across the street in Orlando, a big, big high school, beautiful campus like this high school. And that's where AJ went to high school and played baseball. And he used to come to the all the wrestling events. I mean, once he was in the pros, I'm saying the majors. Yeah. yeah. And he told me the story about the high school. I don't know. That's not really pertinent. But regardless, he used to come to the shows, all the TNA shows. He might have done something on air. Didn't he Pete with TNA or somebody? I believe he did something with TNA. I think he air. did. But a big, big wrestling fan. I always result, but I always go back to Pete. Because he's got, you know, yeah. well, he's, the he's your brain. Savant. He's, yeah, he's the Thank savant. You. He's right. you minus the chair hits. Yes, basically, yeah. <laughs> and the championships. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's all nice. Right. And the accomplishments. <laughs> yes. That especially. <laughs> no, but anyway, AJ actually a really good guy. Like, he is a good guy. Funny guy. You know, so, uh, yeah, you know. It's yeah, it's interesting. I mean, and it's interesting when he, he came across, uh, you know, as a baseball player, completely different than what he is on the air. Because as right. a, Persinski was, was an ass, I mean, as a baseball That's player. That's true. You know, he yeah. was he was not viewed as being a good guy. Yeah. And, you know, to you know, he, he was viewed as that being that kind of a guy. And on on as a Fox analyst or as a baseball analyst, he comes across completely different. So yeah. it's kind of interesting right. how he's changed that dynamic uh in terms of his personality yeah. and the way that he's viewed. I thought they did a nice job last night. I thought Brzezinski and Girardi were good together. Yeah, uh, I Kenny's a pro. Kenny can basically yeah, absolutely. pull you know, two rats running down a street. No, he's great. Ken, Ken, he's great. You know, I like that. I like do like that three man booth. I'm normally not a fan of the three man booth, but they did a great job. They definitely did. It'll be great. fun game five tomorrow night down in Houston. But uh, we'll see where Girardi does end up. I mean, he's made it perfectly clear. I mean, how many times, whether it be TV or radio interviews, that you know he's interested in the Met shop? I just worried about that Cub thing because he's from Chicago. So. I'm worried about that. Well, I was telling somebody uh, yesterday that that's intriguing. Where I'd be a little uh, a little fearful is terms of uh, with Girardi. There was one point in time Girardi used the Cubs to get more money out of the Yankees. Oh, right, Robert Jones. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'd be a little concerned about Girardi using the Mets. Uh-oh. To get more money from the Cubs. Uh, see, that's what I'm saying. That's I'd be, a little, yeah, see, I'd, I'd be a little concerned about that because I, I do. I mean, I've had one or two people told me when he got let go by the Yankees, they've told me that his dream job is the Cubs. See, that's um, what I'm saying. Yeah, I so, but I, I mean, it could have changed. I mean, the Cubs don't have a great farm system. They've got you know they've got some salary they've got some salary issues. They're going to have to change over some guys on that roster. He might view the Mets as a better alternative. Well, why'd you put that out? In I the mean, universe? they also well, Damn. they all, the Cubs also seem to have a crush on Mark Loretta. The former player. Mm. So, you know, the, I guess your hope as a Met fan is that he doesn't have the Cubs to use as leverage. I think that either way, the money's going to be an issue. I don't know. The, my fear for the Mets is that they're not going to pay him what he <laughs> Oh, we got wants. the money. Is it? I mean, well, they haven't. Well, they, it's well, whether they give it to him or not. Well, they question. Have to. They got to do it. I think it's going to come. I think his number, if I had to guess, is going to fall between two and a half and three. Mm. Which is three times what Mickey Calloway was getting. Correct. And he Mickey deserves more than Mickey Calloway. Mickey Calloway was not very good. Now, Madden was making $6 million a year with the Cubs. Wow. So, you know, and Girardi, high watermark with the Yankees, was making four. So, two and a half to three, and there's this trend. He was only trend. making four with the Yankees? Yeah, his last contract wow. he signed was four years, $16 million Wow. In I 2013. More than that. That was, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. That was the last deal that he signed. Yeah, so... Now, there's been a trend, to probably the point that Andrew mentioned, is to go with these young, inexperienced guys and 
you don't have to pay them all that it's much cheaper. Money. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the trend that's going. That's business. That's yeah, unfortunate. That's what's it's well, in this business too. That, this with, business we're in. Same yeah, thing. But with that inexperience, you know, it w- comes a, a learning curve as well. And if you're as right. to play the point that Steve just mentioned, Phillips, that is, if you're in a win now mentality, Taz, right. Don't you want a guy that's been there, done that? Absolutely. That he, he doesn't have to. Is not learning of on course. the job. Of course, absolutely. Hey, listen. We all know this expression I'm about to say, and it's it's an expression that you know that hits home with everybody. I mean, in business, and I don't care what you do for a living. Listen to the show right now. You get what you pay for. You want cheap? You you're going to get someone who's not who's not as talented, or doesn't bring as much credibility, or like you said, moose about learning curve. You yeah. know, that's that's what now it they is. could be just as good down the line, but there's more risk. Yeah. Yeah, you're paying for you know when you pay more money, it, there's less risk involved. Of course, because you're getting someone a known commodity, a known commodity. Correct. I remember real quick story years ago when I first started to make a little money in wrestling, a little money. This is way back. I went to a Mercedes dealership. I'm like, I gotta get a Mercedes, right? I nice. walk in, yeah, and I walk in and I'm looking at the 190. Remember the 190? Like, I, the, I'm not as big of a car guy as you. Oh, are. anyway, what's a 190? I think. Well, I don't know what the number is now, but the 190 was like the entry level, you know, Mercedes. Sedan. Yeah, uh, it was four door sedan. It was a it was a coupe. It was a coupe. A two door Jones. Okay. I was young. This is before my wife and I were engaged at the time. So, okay. So I go in. I'm looking. At, I'm just looking in the showroom. Guy comes over. You know, Joe salesman, typical car salesman. He's got the cheap ass suit. You know, he's got the coffee in his hand. No matter if you're at a Mercedes dealership. Because how's it going? Meanwhile, I'm in like a tank top, sweats, flip flop, weightlifting belt. I mean, Mohawk. Right. Full... AJ Pierzynski's on your shoulder. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm full pro wrestler mode. Like full fanny pack, big leather fanny pack. Nice. I got a beeper clipped on the fanny pack. I Hell pack... of a look. Bro, I'm not kidding. I'm packing a lip. I'm packing a lip. Okay. And and I'm I just walk in attitude, tattoos, attitude like you could imagine, right? Guy's like, how you doing? He knows. He's thinking, this bum. How could this guy can't yeah, afford him a Mercedes? manager told him, get rid of this. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> no, you're right. So he comes over. Tell him the bathroom's for customers only. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, how you doing? I go, all right. He goes, so you're looking at the 190? I go, yeah. Then I look at the sticker on it, right? I'm like, jeez, I can't afford this, right? I'm not telling no one this. And my fiance, now my wife, is like, you know, I don't know if you can swing this. I go, I think you're right. And um, he says, the 190, entry level. He goes, you want cheap? This is what you get. You get what you pay for. He goes, let me know if you want to do business. And he goes back to his desk. I walked out of there with my tail tucked between oh, my legs wow. like a schmuck. I Just... never bought him a Mercedes after. There you go. That's nice. <laughs> I felt like an idiot. guy made me feel like a jerk. Right. <laughs> and then, but anyway, I remember him saying that. Entry you want level. cheap? You the want G- cheap? That, that, my that, wife still joke about that yeah, sentence. That, you want that, cheap? <laughs> that experience would be ingrained in my mind as well. Oh, my God. It was humbling, man. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure. So, I was a young guy. You yeah. know what I mean? The oh, day like, I became uh, Taz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> but the uh, funny thing is, years later, I ended up, once I did well. Killing I, him. Well, no. <laughs> no, I went the other way. I, I ended up getting a handful of BMWs. So, oh, so nice. That's a true story. That's there a true story. Go. Once I started doing well, I'm like, frig them. You know, so but anyway, you want cheap? That's it. So yeah. you want to go to young manager, the Mets, and they don't, you know, hey, you get you get what you pay for. You know, you even if the even if the Cubbies did that, you know, you, you got to go with guys that have credibility, especially as a skipper. 
Uh, yeah, we'll see where, as their search has just begun, we'll see where they where they end up and, and where eventually they go. Bogus, another Met fan is in the house. Second time we're playing. First time ever in the history of the Taz yeah. Lewis, we play the Bogus intro music twice in an hour. Very good. Barely so played the, the first time. Uh, speakerphone Jones down there in Houston. <laughs> Last time, uh, Today is the day. <laughs> the last time I saw For the right, record book. The, first time. First time. Uh, the battle. A history here on Taz of the Moose yeah. this morning. We have to go to break. We'll do it on this set. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like Taz versus the Benz dealer. It's China versus the NBA. The oh, war God. rages on as we speak. Signage promoting this week's Lakers-Nets preseason games in the country being taken down today. Media sessions with both teams canceled, as well as an NBA Cares event starring the Lakers. Yesterday was a Nets community event that got knocked off the schedule. All of this the result of Rockets GM Daryl Morey tweeting his support of Hong Kong protesters last week. Here at home, this kind of counts. Ben Simmons hit a three-pointer last night in the Sixers' 144-86 preseason win over the Guangzhou Long Lions. Simmons missed the first 19 threes he tried in an NBA uniform, counting the preseason, the regular season, and the playoffs. So now we get to Tampa Bay. Justin Verlander pitching on short rest. It didn't work for the Astros. Now the 2 under Wendell. Swing and a line drive down the right field line. That's going to get down and go all the way to the wall. Garcia scores. Here's Darno to third. He's going to be waved home. Now he's going to be given the stop sign. Tries to scramble back to third, and he does. It's an RBI double by Joey Wendell. 3 nothing Rays. Dave Wills on Rays Radio. Three in the first. Then Willie Adamas' long solo shot in the fourth, and Verlander was done. The Rays take game four, 4-1, forcing a game five in Houston tomorrow night. They'll face Garrett Cole in that one. They counter with Tyler Glass now. Last night, the Rays used an opener in Diego Castillo. Four other traditional relievers got them into the ninth inning. Then usual starter Blake Snell got two outs for the save in his first career relief appearance. Game five in Atlanta for the Braves and Cardinals, followed by game five in L.A. for the Dodgers and Nationals. That is tonight's schedule, so by this time tomorrow we will know who's in the NLCS. Jets QB Sam Darnold has finally fought off Mono, specifically his enlarged spleen. Uh, yes, the Savior's return. So Darnold starts Sunday against the Cowboys. Gang Green lost all three games he missed, scoring way, just 23 points in the process. Sorry, I didn't know you were talking. That's okay. Uh, I'm used to it. If anybody's wondering, Lil' Kim is trending right now. Oh, we nice. wore it. She's back? Yeah, I guess. They said she's the, uh, yeah. I she's believe... trending. It says that she's um, she's something with the Hip Hop Awards. Yeah, going the on. BET oh. Award. I think she performed at them last night. Oh, oh it was nice. last night? Or I think so. I was just at this moose. I, was... I do not know what, no. Ooh, I know who Lil' Kim is. Maybe... I do not know who Cuphead is. Maybe your kids would know. This is because you got little kids. This is. I do. Oh, it looks like a violent cartoon. Maybe your kids don't know, but it's no, a Halloween so. They're caught into Ryan's toy review. Oh, what is? I don't even know what that is. It is the worst. Educate Ryan. me on this because I don't uh, even know. Ryan my... Toys review is probably worth uh, millions. He's worth about thirty million dollars. How old is the kid? Uh, about nine. Yeah. Come on, you Eight. ribbing me? No, no. I'm swear to you. Yeah. He, he reviews toys. It's huge. I think you He's mentioned got his own... this already. Yeah, I've mentioned it before. Yeah, but I didn't realize how wealthy he was until. Uh, I read an interview with uh, oh in a God. business thing about it. He's worth millions upon millions. So these companies send him toys wow. to review. Him and uh, his parents and him put together a video. 
They put the video online. It gets hundreds of thousands of views. The kids no, dude, watch. billions. I'm reading right. Two, 32 billion views. Well, that right, but I'm talking right, but he does hundreds of toy reviews. Does that okay? I didn't like know, it's yeah. not just like one review. It's like tons. he yeah. he like reviews putty. Like he reviews yeah. everything. He's working like, hard. Yeah. And, and yeah, like they, they like he re- and now he's got his own toy line. Yep. He's got it's these nine eggs. Years old. He's got these eggs, got eggs. these yeah. ginormous. You go to now. Obviously, there's not many toy stores around, but there's a few here with Toys R Us closing. But they, he's got these ginormous eggs, so you buy it, and then you open it up. It's a surprise toy, you know. And tell you what, it is what it is. If I had a nine year old daughter, I would, you know, say arranged marriage. Or think about this young man down the road when you guys are both twenty one. You need to track him, follow him on Twitter, and this might be your future husband. That's the key. Yeah. So Why is there music play? Fatherhood 101. Well, because we're out of time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because Bilotti's determined it's time for break. <laughs> it's basically it. We've been here before. He likes to tell me to go to Bilotti break. Is, I've had any control of this situation. He's like, I'm, I've heard enough. <laughs> I don't it's care time. about the billionaire kid. I, Let's right. go. <laughs> I, I don't care about someone who's got a, who's got more money than me. Oh, Correct. And doesn't have to. Ryan, think about this. Ryan doesn't have to work a day the rest of his life. College. I was just saying. College smallage. Yeah, who cares about college? Right. This kid's going to buy a college. Well, not just that. He'll buy his own island. You're not kidding, dude. We'll be wow. traveling to Ryan's toy island when, I'm eight, when my son's 18 years old. Unbelievable. Pay some dudes, Ryan. Taz, you should watch. They, <laughs> I will watch. And it. it's like, for the young kids, it's literally like crack. They, they just oh, watch right. one video after another. Is he entertaining? I guess he is, right? Taz, they're, they're reviewing toys. They're jumping into like they have like, it's and, awesome. and and That's it's not just it's everything possible. It's like sprinkler systems. It's like every... irrigation breakdown. No, like you know how like, no, the water slides no, outside, jumping around, ball. Re- there's he reviews this everything. Kid right here, right? That yes, kid? Yeah, that's yes, him? of course. Yes. Wow, it's green. Wow. Yes. Man, unbelievable. The wow. kid's worth millions, millions upon millions. It's Taz and the Moose okay. with you here on this Wednesday, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. This is Major League Baseball legend Mo Vaughn, and you're listening to Taz and Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, 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 you certainly are here on this Wednesday morning. Welcome aboard Sirius and XM Channel 206, the app as well, all of our great affiliates. Download that podcast each and every day, radio.com, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher. And we get uh, great updates uh, with the love and support people get for uh, download that podcast each and every month at the end of every month. Right, Taz? Yeah, no, podcast is great. People have an opportunity, you know, we say it a lot here that, you know, you listen, uh, there's a lot of content to pull in in the world, video and audio content on demand these days, and, you know, this show's a three-hour show, we do a three-hour show, so it's tough, tough to listen to all three hours sometimes, so you go to Apple Podcasts or Radio.com for free ski every day, and you can listen to the show, full or whatever segment you want, it's all there, right there on Radio.com and Apple Podcasts, so yes, it's going great. We've talked a lot of baseball this hour, Taz. Um, and just one quick note, because the Yankees are awaiting the winner of the Rays and Astros Game 5 tomorrow down in Houston. Um, they'll also have a little bit of a concern with their closer, uh, because Aroldis Chapman, uh, who recorded the final five outs in their series, clinching 5-1 win over the Twins in Game 3 out there in Minnesota, uh, in, in celebration, uh, you know, in the Yankee clubhouse, the visiting clubhouse out there in Minnesota, Got hit with a bottle on his throwing hand. I did not hear Uh, this. Yes, Uh, he said he's fine. That's horrible. Right? I mean, it's. I mean, that's that's awful. I mean, I don't know. 
I'd like to see exactly was someone throw a bottle or you oh, know man. did was a case. I mean, I, it's kind of weird that someone would like uh, you know hurt your hand on a on a bottle, uh. but he hit, hurt his pitching hand. Now he said it's not a big deal. Cashman said he first noticed it when he kind of bumped into him in the clubhouse. As everyone why is that, leave the, why are they all touching him? He's the pit. Well, this guy bumped him. This guy's throwing bottles at him. What's going he, on? But if he, I know. Well, I don't <laughs> understand how a bottle gets thrown. Like, who's throwing a bottle? Well, they're probably getting a little buzz on. They're excited yeah, to act like I mean, this is not kids. a riot. I, <laughs> it's not a bar fight. You're I, celebrating a victory. They're you know, hitting pro, pro athlete, right? Not a high school kid. I, mean, right. I, don't, I hear you. I hear you. I don't uh, know, but man. so, you know, he said, it, you know, Chapman said it's, it's not a big deal, but... Um, uh, you know, said his left hand was heavily bandaged, but said he, he was fine. We'll find out if indeed Oraldis Chapman is fine when the Yankees call upon him to close out a game. Uh, in the I'm ALCS. sure he will be. It's the Yankees. Everything falls right in place. Don't worry Bitter about Met. it. It'll yeah, be fine. Bitter Met fans, just angrily. <laughs> I thought you uh, root for the Yankees. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought you root for the Yankees uh, when the Mets are eliminated. Why do you think I'm pulling so hard for the Dodgers to yeah, come out of the NL? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, handshake or no handshake? We'll get into the Sherman Baker disaster. We'll do that next. It's Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.